I'm Tyler Dennery. I'm Connery Hansen. And this is The Franchise. Woo. Today we're talking about Indiana Woo. Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Insert audio clip here. Indy! <laughs> it belongs in the dog, Indiana. Yeah, it did the dog, Indiana. Uh, that was a little insert from The Last Crusade. I don't know how that got put in there. Um, that <laughs> yeah, I think that was Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Today with us is my great old college. That sounds like he's old. Today with us is my, <laughs> is my classic friend from college. And one third of <laughs> the Spooky Buddies friend. Association. <laughs> Spooky Buddies. Ryan Asagawa. Yay. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for inviting me. Um, but yeah, me, Ryan, and our friend Nick Ebert were all in. I think we all met in, like, what, Japanese cinema? Is that what it was? It was what, It was either that or maybe it was Blumenthal's class. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> We should watch. We oh, that's what we should watch. We should watch The Fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Uh, one day when we do the uh, Airbud franchise, I'll have to have you and and Nick Ebert on because. Oh, you should definitely have Nick on for the Airbud franchise. <laughs> that was our, like that's right up his that was alley. Our, our uh, college college gang. What do you call it? <laughs> call it a group of two. <laughs> a group of three. The spooky buddies. A group of three. Yeah, spooky buddies. We just talked about everybody. I was kind of half hoping you guys would like solve ghost crimes in this situation. That'd be cool. They'd have to be ghost dog buddies? crimes though. Oh, ghost dog crimes. But not like Forrest Whitaker ghost dog. More like, I don't know, Casper as a ghost dog. No, I dog. see it. I gotcha. It's, it's like a buddies movie. or not buddies, but like the Air Bud movie, but they're hunting a ghost. Yeah. Right, right, which, yeah. yeah. Which may be the premise of Spooky Buddies. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, zero is involved. <laughs> Ryan, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, all things considered. Um, lockdown is kind of boring, but I've just been, like, cooking a lot with uh, the significant other, and just we've been trying to, like, keep ourselves busy in between all the, <laughs> like, boredom otherwise yeah. yeah so i've been cooking a lot trying to exercise daily just stay active and stuff so i don't get sick good, good. and like washing my hands a lot <laughs> the usual i'm definitely failing at exercising enough so i need to do that yeah i got yeah. really mad I was, like even if it's i was going to the gym like pretty frequently and now this is like stop me and i'm really pissed about it and i'm like i should just do exactly. more home exercise because yeah, it's like right as you would get into that groove you're like pumped about mm-hmm. it and then <laughs> and then something like this i'm like shit now i feel like i've gained so much weight back and i'm like this is, i hate this so much yeah right. did your gym at least pause your membership uh yeah they did they were kind enough to just kind of let let it lie and not charge me a buttload for it that's good yeah because i i uh i have a 24 membership and i like just remember the the other day that i was like oh, i should probably cancel that <laughs> and then i like googled it and i was like oh they're just pausing it okay thank you yeah it's yeah, very nice had- okay they did I had a huge debacle with mine where they're like not canceling it. It's like, oh, we're just going to keep charging you and then you'll get quote unquote free months at the end of this. And I'm like, well, they're not free because no? I'm paying for them right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went back and forth for like four days with them. And then they finally sent an email recently where they're like, oh, we're letting everybody uh, just send send this form in and then you can freeze your account and you will have the months at the end. There's two options. You can either pay now to like keep supporting us because mm. they're like a smaller gym franchise mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's uh, it's not Planet Fitness or no it's uh it's a different one Bob's Big Bulkery okay. yeah it's Bob's Big Bob's Big Boy Jim Bob's big boy. you just eat burgers on the treadmill 
<laughs> so I was just like imagining like Tyler like rolling up to a burger joint and being like, "Huh, oh, here at the gym, gonna gonna get in some reps." <laughs> I just have a jump rope like in the restaurant. Yeah, they're just like, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're upsetting everyone, sir. Yeah, but yeah, in the email they're like, you have two options. You can uh, pay right now, and like, we really appreciate it because they're keeping a small, small quote unquote small business open, even though it's like still a chain. Mm. And uh, you'll get three months at the end of it, or you can freeze your account, and we'll add those days, those months to the end of your contract. I'm like, those are the same exact thing, <laughs> except one you're paying them, and one you're not. Like, I like, I like the one where you're not paying. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent in a form, and it said like, oh, like this will freeze your account for one month, and I like crossed out the one month part and put like duration of pandemic. <laughs> duration. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, like I'm not gonna keep sending this in every month. It's so stupid. But yeah. Yeah. It's nice that you guys, like, didn't have to do too much. Yeah. I mean, for 24, I feel like they're a big enough chain where they're probably getting, like, massive amounts of complaints if they would have done that mm-hmm. otherwise. And right. it would just kind of tank their business on the end of this if it's not already tanked. Yeah, so. True. How many times yeah. have you uh, made a Taco Bell? Zero, actually. I've had zero Taco Bell uh, on this, uh, on this um, quarantine so far. I don't know if I should be proud of myself or ashamed. How many times have you had Taco Bell, Tyler? <laughs> I've had it twice. Okay, that's not bad. That's not terrible. No. Yeah. I feel like that's about how much you usually talk about. <laughs> once a week? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? It doesn't seem like outrageous. No, the first time bad. I was trying to rationalize it and like, oh, I'll just walk there because it's like, I don't know, a little under a mile away. So it's like I'm getting mm-hmm. some sort of exercise, mm-hmm. but... The store's yeah. closed. You can only do drive-through, so oh. <laughs> I couldn't even get Taco Bell. So, did you like walk, try and walk through the drive-through? No, although I have done that before <laughs> on a late night before all this happened, and they just like got upset with me. I'm like, you have to have a car. I'm like, nobody else is here. Just let me walk through. <laughs> I've never understood that. Yeah, I've never fucking understood it's that. So weird. <laughs> My only thought is that like it's like a liability for them because if a car comes through and like hits somebody mm, <laughs> or something, I guess. But like, who but else is gonna know. be there at like midnight? You know. But just in general, if that's my only way of getting food from this establishment, like just take my fucking money and give, give me Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah during this like about. whole mess, you'd think they'd be like, "Yes, thank God! Like you don't have to come inside. We'll take your money right now." Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I did walk like yeah, like about a mile like a month ago or whatever with my friend Cameron to mm-hmm. the, the Monterey mm-hmm. Park Taco Bell. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> the one where you saw me through the window that one time. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, There's like this period of time where we didn't, me and Tyler didn't see each other, uh, like when he was living pretty close to my house, but we never saw each other. And then I would just randomly see him at places like close by my house, <laughs> like Taco Bell. I was eating inside, I think, or I was getting food inside and I saw him like driving through the drive because <laughs> <laughs> his car's the old his car was the only like pontiac silver with, like, pontiac flow sticker on the back so <laughs> super easy easy to find yeah uh, that's fun um but yeah i walked a mile to it and it was like 10 by the time we got there it was like 1101 or like 1001 and they like had just shut uh-huh. down it's like now i can't even get taco bell so we had to go get like carl's <laughs> jr Ugh. and i'm like it's not the worst yeah Eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> boop. It's no Taco Bell. Anyways, this episode's sponsored have- by Taco Bell. I hope so, dude. It's- if we could get sponsored by Taco Bell, like I, I would do it just in free Taco Bell. <laughs> like- yeah. Full disclaimer, not sponsored by Taco Bell. But one day, please. please. Not yet. It'll happen. Yeah. Give- we'll be advertising that, tri- that that crunch wrap um ultra stuff quesadilla burrito sometime soon. 
Yeah. <laughs> right now they just came out the triple lupa, which is the triple lupa. Terrifying looking. Heard of that. Yeah. Uh, go go check out some pics. <laughs> triple lupa. But um, yeah. What do you guys? What have you guys been up to other than sitting around <laughs> trying to stay occupied? You been watching anything, Ryan or? I just saw Knives Out actually. Um, I rented that through Amazon the other day. That was pretty, I, I was re- I really enjoyed it. It was one of those films that you're like watching it on your screen at home, and you're kind of like, man, I wish I'd seen this in theaters. <laughs> like, this would have been like a lot more fun in theaters. Um, but yeah. it it just didn't line up. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Daniel Craig, like, <laughs> I I think steals the show for that for that particular movie. He's just having so much fun with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people yeah, have a problem with his accent, I, and I'm like, it's fun. He's having fun. Yeah. My girlfriend had a problem with his accent. She was like, this is the worst. Like, this is a terrible <laughs> accent. I was just, no, but look at how much fun he's having. He's enjoying himself. Yeah. I've never watched a Bond film where I'm like, I think Daniel Craig's enjoying himself. Yeah. Right. Like, this movie, I watched it, and I'm like, he's enjoying He's having himself. fun, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. so serious in the James Bond movies, and he might still be my, I don't know. He's definitely up there for, like, my favorite Bond, um, but... He's just yeah, very serious compared to like, like I, I don't really care for Roger Moore that much as Bond, but he's just so super like hammy the whole time and like having a good time mm-hmm. it seems even when he's like being an awful right. person. <laughs> right. <laughs> did but, you do you like the Pierce Brosnan Bond at all? Yeah, I do. I hear mixed reports. Huh? I hear mixed things depending on who you ask about the Pierce Brosnan Bond. Yeah, you know Pierce Brosnan for a long time I didn't really get him. I'm like I didn't. Because I, I just didn't watch a lot of movies with him in it, and then I rewatched mm-hmm. Mars Attacks not too long ago, like a couple years ago. Oh, and he, have you ever seen that? I've seen parts of it. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> I've never watched it all the way through. It's the part where Pierce Brosnan like gets his head like cut off and put onto a chihuahua or something, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. oh. He's, like his head like wobbling around yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, and it was at that moment that I totally understood like Pierce Brosnan's vibe, where it's like, oh yeah, he's he is like goofy, like. Mm. I always thought he was like more serious than he is, but it's like, oh no, he's just he's just like having fun, <laughs> right? But did you watch uh, Mamma Mia? <laughs> no, but it looked like he had a lot of fun in that one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it, but, he like, did. Just seeing the trailer, I'm like, <laughs> I heard that there's like so many memes of him. Like he's just like a terrible singer in that, but he's just having such <laughs> a good time. He's like, I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> like, good for right. you, Bruce Brosnan. They're all having fun in that yeah. movie. But um, yeah, That's I, true. That's I saw true. Knives Out too, like uh, when it was in theaters, and yeah, it's definitely one of the best movies I saw last year. It was just, yeah, like, definitely a really good time. Did you see it, Connery? Oh yeah, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and like the twists and turns and everything. Ryan Johnson's mm-hmm. like such yeah. a good writer. He really I is. Think. Yeah. People are all talking just, uh, about making like a series out of it now, and I'm like, all right, well, sure. If I'd be down yeah. for that. I feel like you could almost do like a. You wouldn't even have to be, or maybe you could follow uh, Daniel Craig's like detective character yeah, around as he like yeah. uncovers other murders and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it could be like a, a happier true detective kind of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it's fun true detective. Yeah. <laughs> he goes head to head with like Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey's detective. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't finished the third season of True Detective. Oh, I love it, which is a season. shame because like I I really like True Detective. And I like the idea of it, but that third season's just, it, it's kind of a grind. I yeah. like it. I, I remember I, I, except I watched it like back to back, like when it came out for like weekly. So I think right. I had like little breaks in between each one. Uh-huh. And I don't know, by, 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 it definitely picks up at a certain point. Like it definitely gets cooler as it goes on. I, I don't know what episode you're at. You're probably, I'm episode eight and I'm bored. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm at like, I think I was at like three or four or something mm. like that. And then I just kind of like other things took priority and I stopped watching it. But I definitely watched all the way through um, the first season like nonstop because I, I watched it after it came out and I binged that mm. like I was just hooked for the entire thing on that one. Second season's a little weird. Yeah. Um, but I do like uh, co- or what's who's the who's the cop in the second season? Is that Colin? Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell? yeah yeah colin farrell's character is just such a great asshole like i like i like his character a lot in that second season but yeah and then mahershala yeah mahershala of hunger games fame yeah of hunger games fame we all love him here <laughs> yeah i'm so bad at watching tv that like i still haven't watched the first season of true detective but i'll, I'll have to get around to it eventually <laughs> eventually yeah. you, you've been uh watching or doing anything connery besides just starving games on repeat i've been watching starving games on repeat because i paid six dollars for it and i decided to get my money's <laughs> worth so it's been on the background throughout my entire day no no I'm, i erased that um but uh what i have been doing is i've been playing a lot of persona 5 royal so that's been taking up my time Ooh. mostly and yeah what that's... is that game about because Alyssa brought it up too when she was on the show yeah past, past and future guest Alyssa Alyssa wise mm-hmm. and present co-host Connor Hansen have played it. <laughs> you reintroduce them every time yeah. you bring up the name. But uh, it's basically you're like a student and you're you interfere in like this guy assaulting this woman but because you're like a teen and he's an adult and apparently a very powerful adult at that he's able to make it like oh you assaulted me and so I'm suing you and so he sues you and then you're like put into like not a home but like this dude, this like friend of a friend, family friend offers to take you in and you go to a new school and then you learn you have this power that you can steal people's hearts, which means like change their emotions and like make them confess to the crimes they do. So it's basically like RPG turn-based combat and weird metaverse uh, stuff. It's very odd. There's a talking cat and it, it off puts me, but there's that and some weird stuff but it, it, the, the gameplay is fun it's a fun gameplay loop but other than that yeah persona 5 that's what i've been doing i want to get into the resident evil 3 remake because i have that all downloaded and ready to go so oh yeah mm. mm-hmm. yeah that's what i've yeah. been doing <clears throat> nice How yeah you, bud? for me not much not much for me but i did finally finish uh tiger king last night oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> tiger king and I do say f- let's talk about that bitch carol baskins <laughs> <laughs> And I do say finally because like there's been memes going around for like since the day it came out. So it's like it's just like the most it's like the hottest trending thing right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'm just so behind in culture right now because I finally finished it two weeks from when it came out. I was but, you're not that far behind. I, yeah. I only finished it like a couple days ago. Same. Like, um, I was, yeah, I definitely. Was, rec- huh? I was I was talking to Jacob, our future guest Jacob Padilla, on about uh, maybe future guest. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, what are you talking about? Alex is going to hear that and he's going to cry. But um, so I was well, I was, and then I, I got a text from Jacob. I mentioned I watching I watched Tiger King. He was like Carol Baskin killed killed her husband, didn't she? And I was like, I don't know. Do you guys think she killed her husband? Um, probably. <laughs> I, I think she I think she had something to do with it potentially. I heard another theory that the um the uh, secretary potentially killed him. Right. Um but 
I don't know too much more about that theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really. I but I think it's really easy to like dislike Carol Baskins, like just in yeah. general. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, just, and just the way that she presents herself on camera is just really like you're just like I don't like you already. So the idea that you would you know feed your tiger or feed your husband to the tigers is not super far fetched. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like like it's a little. Uh, I don't think problematic's the right word, but it's just like a little uh, or strange. I don't know what the right <laughs> adjective is. What's the difference between I mean, the a verb whole, and an adjective? Everybody in that <laughs> fucking sh- everybody in that show is problematic. Like, well, yeah, they're yeah, all exactly. insane. There's no like, one person that's like, "Oh, you're a really good guy," except for maybe the campaign manager. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I feel a little bit bad for. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's like everyone's just being like the whole thing right now. Like people talking about on social media, it's like, "Oh, Carol Baskin's totally killed her husband." But I guess because that's like the one biggest loose end in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like a little. I'm just like, uh, it's a little questionable where all this is coming because she's like the only like woman out of all the like the weird characters. But she also like kind of carries herself, I feel like, in a way that's like she kept reminding me in like a weird way of like Hillary Clinton and like the way she like speaks and like her. I don't know. Just basically. It's like a little bit too friendly. Uh, what you yeah, too friendly, but also like the way she talks is very like um, not diplomatic. It just maybe it was just her eyes. Maybe she just has the same eyes, but just. <laughs> I don't know. Crazy eyes in the eyes. <laughs> I don't know how to describe what I'm saying, but basically, like they, they both seem like, like fake. Basically, in terms of when they're yeah. friendly, you know, it's like more politiciany. Mm-hmm. And I guess mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. like how Carol Baskins is because she's like the head of the rescue, and she's like, "Hey, all the what'd she say? Hey, all you cute, cute cats, <laughs> like, you cookie hey, cats, you cool and cats and kittens. kittens. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats yeah, and kittens. Just stuff like that. <laughs> oh, it's a good like, one. Oh, it just seems really phony." So it's, like, easy to, like, hate on her. But I'm, like, at least she had never, like, tried to... Well, I guess she did try to kill someone. I don't know. Who knows? I guess that's the whole thing. That's the big thing is that it's <laughs> yeah. just, like, maybe she was just a lot better at covering it up. Like, I mean, Joe Exotic is, like... I mean, he's just kind of an idiot for, like, yeah. saying all those things on recording multiple times. Like, <laughs> like yeah, shooting a dummy. It, it's just, like, all... I'm surprised you couldn't just show somebody that and be, like, I'd like a restraining order or to have this man, like, fine. He did. They, they did. I think they got a... Didn't they get a restraining order at some point? I don't, in that? I don't remember I think that. they filed for one. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that was a thing that happened they should, during the course of that show. That's just insane. Like, I'd be, like, this man has a dummy of me that he shot. Like, look at this. It's yeah. insane. But at the same time, for me, it's like, it was like if I was going to murder someone, like, I wouldn't brag about it so many <laughs> right? times. Like, get all this evidence to, like, yeah, like you know, eventually put me in jail. With her name on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with a gun. Like, okay. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But um, the guy that they, he hired to kill her whatever like it was giving me uh uh huge yondu vibes <laughs> from guardians of the galaxy yondu. yeah oh like Michael yeah Rucker, like, like um, he just looked Michael, a lot like yeah. him <laughs> like it's, it's the way he's like y'all like kind of kind of doesn't talk with very much of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i think the real villain though is probably jeff Lowe. like he seems like yeah, Jeff Lowe is like a through and through like just exploitive, manipulative asshole. Is that the guy yeah, with he's ponytail? like less of a care. Uh, ponytail? No, I don't know what you're talking about. He's the guy with the really obnoxious Oakley hat. That's like the worst. <laughs> oh, the, like, the producer guy. Of Oakley and all. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He was he was creepy. He's literally just using that guy. <laughs> he's like the least like character of them all, but he's mm-hmm. I feel like he's like the secret person who just causes everybody the most problems because. Like they say, he's like a con man and everything. But mm. he's probably the most evil yeah. out of out of all. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> like genuinely evil. Yeah, but you know, it's a uh, it's a pretty fun watch. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's a super fun watch. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. I I 
like I, said, I thought it was just a big meme, and I was like, I probably won't like this when I watch it. And then I watch it, and I, yeah. I just got hooked, and I ended up watching it all. And I was like, all right, well, you win. You win thing. You're actually good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I guess I was, I, was, I was trying to articulate earlier. It's like it, all those memes and everything of it, but it is also in, it, in its own right like a well-made documentary, and they just have so much mm-hmm. footage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just really well put together. But on that I note. Can't, I can't imagine editing that, though. Oh, Dude, I know. imagine the editor for that. Like, that's. Jesus, where do you start? Just editing any documentary seems like a huge undertaking. Yeah, yeah but this one specifically, because there's so many stories like going on like all over the place. Right. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess this concludes this segment. Do you guys want to talk about the movies now? Or the Absolutely. movie? Actually, Ryan. The movie. <laughs> the movie. Mm. Uh, yeah, Ryan, why do you like Indiana Jones so much and why this one in particular? Because I think I gave you like free range to pick any of the Indiana Jones ones. So well, you asked for a franchise, right? So <laughs> I picked. I picked. I was at first. I had to think about like, oh, which franchises do I like? That where like a movie where I've seen like the entire franchise, so I can talk about it. And like a movie hasn't completely ruined. Like one of the movies hasn't completely ruined <laughs> my my view of the rest of the franchise and stuff. Um, but like Star Wars was a big thing like growing up. But I feel like it's just super generic for me to like pick. And I don't know. I feel like there's like a million podcasts talking about Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm holding Indiana off on Jones it for a while. Also, <laughs> huh? I'm holding off on it for a while for a reason. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. So like aside from that, um, like Indiana Jones for me, like growing up, I would say like I enjoyed more than Star Wars as a kid because I at first my dad introduced because he loves George Lucas movies and Steven Spielberg movies and stuff. And so he was like, oh, you got to watch Star Wars. So we started with that. And then he was like, oh, you got to check out Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones to me just seemed a little bit more grounded. I don't know. It just seemed a little bit more like fun because it seemed it was taking place in like the real world or whatever. Um but yeah, I just have a lot of like really good memories of like growing up um, watching those movies with my dad and then like, you know, dressing up as Indiana Jones for Halloween oh. and like <laughs> um, going through Disneyland and like and really loving the Indiana Jones ride and stuff. So I think that like um, out of all the franchises that I'd say had like the most impact and what I remember most vividly from my childhood would probably be Indiana Jones. That's why I picked it. Sick. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like just me rewatching this because I haven't seen it. There's, like, cer- certain movies from, that I just watched so many times as a kid that I just, like, haven't seen them in years at this point because I feel like if I watch them again, it's just, like, so ingrained in my brain that I, like, don't really <laughs> recognize anything new about them. I'm just like, yeah, this movie's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, so. but you're bored of it because it's, like, you've seen all the visuals. You know exactly what comes after what next. But I personally hadn't seen Indiana Jones or The Rage of the Lost Ark in, like, years because, again, like, I watched it a bunch as a kid. But, yeah. um I watched it actually before you asked me to do this podcast. <laughs> I just put it on in the background and like kind of rewatched it oh. um, a, like a week ago. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, this stands up in a lot of ways. And I can see like I'll, I can appreciate a lot more of it now that I'm an adult, I mm-hmm. guess. And I've seen more what it was paying homage to. Because as a kid, like a big thing about Indiana Jones is that I was always told it's like, oh, it's paying homage to like a lot of these other like 1930s, you know, movies and like a lot of um, other references and stuff that, you know, Spielberg really liked. And as a kid, you don't know that because you don't have any of that, you know, experience or that reference for. But now that I'm like a little bit older, I'm like, oh, I get it now. That's kind of fun. Uh, I was just thinking of like uh, basically the development process for all this because you're saying um, basically it's yeah, it it pays homage to like so many things from like the 30s and everything like all those Mm -hmm. serials. And uh, just rewatching this again, yeah, it was just, it's like, wow, like something about George Lucas and Spielberg, especially 
those two filmmakers like so much of their in, like you know they're putting their influences on their sleeve by making these movies but they're also it's just like such a george lucas kind of movie where it's just another right. serial <laughs> but um yeah <laughs> i guess he started uh he wrote this in 1973 um originally george lucas no. and it was called the adventures of indiana smith instead of indiana yeah. jones yeah i think these like there's a lot of stories about these that like it's just common knowledge now like I think after Star Wars came out, right before, they both went to Hawaii and they like tried to come up with an idea for something new and they're like, let's do Indiana Jones. Yeah, I forgot. He wanted to make a different movie and then, um, oh, yeah, that's that's what it was. I actually looked up a bunch of these fun facts just because to prep for this podcast. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> You're um, the most informed to, one here. <laughs> Spielberg wanted to make a Bond film uh, and then Lucas pitched him um, the Indiana Jones idea as an alternative. Ooh. And he was like, yeah, I'll you, do it. You kind of have <laughs> I'll like do it. you kind of have like the A team of like all the Spielberg crew in on this movie, which like it is like the A the A game movie for Spielberg anyways. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um but you know, like Lawrence Kasdan wrote the script. Um he went on to write Empire Strikes Back. Oh right after this, I think, or at the same time. Um and you know, he's he wrote solo <laughs> Star Wars story, but he's just he's written a lot of stuff. Frank Marshall is the producer. He's like the longtime Spielberg producer. Also director of one of my favorite movies, Arachnophobia. You guys ever seen that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I definitely recommend. Uh, I have not. Who's in that? Uh, Jeff Daniels? Yeah, Jeff Daniels is in it. Okay. It's basically hmm. they, they go to okay, the, no. the jungle <laughs> and they like accidentally bring back a, a killer spider. <laughs> you know, like is a, it like a big spider? No, or is it's just it like, like a, a normal spider? sized spi- spider. And the spider's like homicidal, <laughs> like does it delight in killing or something? In a way, yes. It's basically like this house just gets overrun by killer spiders. And oh, it's okay. just like one, oh. another one of those movies that I just grew up with. But um, huh. but yeah, this Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, like the, just watching it again, there's like certain shots that pop out that I'm like looking at it from the eyes of not having seen this movie for a few years and it like as an adult now. Basically, it's like, oh, why did these shots pop out to me so much, like, as a kid? And I was, like, trying to analyze that. But, um, I don't know. As we go through the movie, I'll bring those up. But, uh, you have anything to say, Connery? Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, coming off from uh, Hunger Games, I was like, this looks very different from uh, from that. <laughs> so, yeah. I it, it was fun, you know. It's just just interesting thing to watch that after uh, being stuck in, like, CGI, um gray world everything's very colorful in this and it, it just it just it's it's generally looks beautiful to me and i and i definitely enjoyed uh i enjoyed watching i don't have any fun facts i don't have anything else but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i watched it but i watched it and i saw it nice. knowing is half the battle exactly <laughs> but yeah this these little things that pop out um throughout the movie that i didn't really notice and probably bigger like huge fans of this series or just gonna be like well duh but like i just totally <laughs> forgot in the very beginning of the movie like the paramount logo with the mountain in the front mm-hmm. um it just like transitions to like a shot of like a mountain and it's just like this i don't know i just thought that was a nice like touch basically it's like oh we got to get this because we're shooting this movie for paramount so like let's just match that <laughs> but basically anytime there's like a logo in the beginning of a movie that's like slightly altered from the original logo i always think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yeah yeah, it's that extra little bit of effort. Like, I think it's the like Matrix more... for Warner Brothers is, like, green instead of orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Disney did that right, kind you know, of at some point with some movies, but I could be making that up in my head. 
No, I think you're right. Like them yeah. and yeah, less Pixar, more Disney. They would change yeah. the backgrounds and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Like especially when you they're going up to the castle and stuff. I feel like there's been at least one movie where I've seen where like instead of the like star like going up, like there's something else. Yeah. Yeah. I remember for Melissa Finn, I really wanted to have the big scary like evil castle kind of there with like the arc over it, but uh, they, they didn't really do that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Or like yeah. a dragon and climb up the tower and just go. Ah! And I was like, no, okay. I get nothing I want. <laughs> just, just me, just me. I guess it's just me. All right, all right. <laughs> it's just me. Okay. How about that airplane? See, food? Uh, sorry, what were you saying? I just said, how about that airplane food? It was a bad huh? joke. <laughs> In relation to what? Nothing. I was just saying I never get what I want, and then I just—I'm not going to explain this joke further because it already landed bad. <laughs> but I wanted to dig into it. We don't have to autopsy my bad idiot joke and my ramblings. Tyler sensed you were insecure, so he wants to dig into. Yeah, it. he wants to <laughs> dig into my festering wound to deflect and... from myself. What were you just saying? Oh, Maleficent. I never saw the second yeah. one, and I'm no, honestly no. like a big fan of the first one. And everybody shits on that movie, and I'm like, oh, it's 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 cool though, but it's that's fine. a different story. It's more feathers than scales, which kind of makes me upset. But you know, that's I just. I don't know me. what that. Oh, dragon? No yeah. dragon? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the dragon's there, but you know, it's like a bird more than anything else. Like, that's just a big bird with teeth. Yeah. So yeah, um, let's talk about Indiana Jones. Yeah, you go, Ari. Yeah. You go. Um, like, like I said, I took Tyler's advice, and he said, stop talking so much during these. So I decided to <laughs> That's be very minimal. <laughs> so um, I just took some like minor notes here. So I, I like that there's like a cowardly man that screams at a stone statue, and then he's never seen again. So I really like the fact <laughs> that he just runs to the jungle and is just gone. Yeah, presumably just poison arrowed. Yeah, presumably. Oh no, dead. wait. Uh, isn't it? It's not. Oh no, the guy that runs away. Yeah. Because I was like, Al- Alfred Molina. Or, do you want to just? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just start the movie? Yeah. yeah let's do it. <laughs> just going through it in sequence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alfred, it was funny that Alfred Molina's in this because I remember, like, I had no idea who that was as a kid, and mm-hmm. even having yeah, same. having seen like Spider-Man Two in theaters or whatever, it's just like I didn't make the connection between those two. I was like, oh, it's the same actor. <laughs> I oh, guess because yeah. one, he has a brown face, so that's probably why I got confused. He's uh, <laughs> also a lot younger in yeah, Indiana true. Jones. Um, but yeah, and I think he has the first line of the movie too. Yeah, uh, what does he say? Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't remember. He's just like, oh, it's poison. It's about yeah, the poison darts. Something about danger. Uh, right. And uh, what was it? There's that poor guy that keeps almost dying. When, when they're going through that temple, he literally almost dies a bazillion times. And he's like, no, stop. No, no, no. Yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> and I'm like, Mike, this poor guy. Like, I'd be very insecure after all this is over. <laughs> yeah, well, he got impaled anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's dead because he's a dirty traitor. Apparently, everyone in Indiana Jones' team is a tra- traitor or a coward in this sequence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, he does not know how to pick his friends, and I find that very odd. Yeah, but it, it leads to a to a fun twist that you would never see coming if you haven't seen the first two films by the third one. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, because it just follows the it just follows the formula. Like, you just oh, like, okay. you know, but so if you're up to like last crusade you're just like and you're still like oh i could trust all these people <laughs> like, have you seen the first two movies yeah. trust no one they will all betray you at some point um 
words to live by. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone will betray you at some point. Yeah, on that point, it's like kind of crazy how it's like they just do such a good job at like making iconography in mm-hmm. this movie. Like this is yeah. kind of like, I don't know, this is, I think like generally considered the best Indiana Jones movie, but it's also like the first, but they just like, I feel like they put all their juice into this one, like their effort and everything to make it yeah. as archetypal. It's like, it's kind of like in a way like a generic story, just kind of like how Star Wars is. It's like a mm-hmm. hero's journey, but it's like so good at what it does. Yeah. And this is like adventure story, and that's all it is. Yeah. I think Last Crusade stacks up, though. Like, I don't know. It's it's really between this and The Last Crusade. I would argue Last Crusade, may, I might enjoy just a little bit more, just because of the production value they were able to get by the third one. Mm-hmm. Like, it just the places you're able to go with that are really cool. And just seeing uh, Indy interact with Sean, with, uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. Just... His dad, who's like it's 15 so years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I i probably have seen last crusade the most just because i find it the most entertaining like there's so many pieces in that that i think sean connery is just really funny <laughs> yeah just, like, yeah he's like i mean he, he's a great actor and then they just like antagonize each other so well in the <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> i like that they just like are really mad at each other the whole time yeah <laughs> dad dad <laughs> um yeah and we meet the uh I, what accent, well, after, of course, the boulder scene and all that, I feel like I can just glance over that because everyone knows that the boulder happens and the idol happens. And then, uh, Yeah, but just before all that, though, like, they don't oh, even yeah. reveal her, uh, Indiana Jones, like, the first, like, three minutes, it's, like, just his back mm-hmm. until he almost yeah. gets shot by that one guy. Right. <laughs> who's, like, part of his team. And then he mm-hmm. just, like, flips around yeah. and there's, like, eight He's cuts. got the whip. Yeah. <laughs> and catches him and finally reveals him i'm like oh, it's pretty cool that they like build the suspense because i actually forgot like oh I, I forgot if that was like actually indiana jones or if it was like a look-alike t- to like surprise the mm. audience to be like oh mm. this is actually the bad uh archaeologist and then indiana yeah. jones shows <laughs> the up bad indiana jones indiana bones i don't know indiana <laughs> that's the guy who's dead on the uh on the pikes yeah <laughs> but uh, uh yeah and just all the production design just seeing in the uh, the temple or whatever mm-hmm. before the, yeah totally. like when he's replacing it I'm just like man like this is before any kind of CG really um, yeah just seeing it's the just him of out work there put into huh it's just him out there yeah what he does just all the sets and everything in the temple and like you know obviously CG works really well and I was just thinking how like CG really does make things look like bigger sometimes it's like oh yeah some of the sets in this movie definitely like look like sets. Yeah, uh, but it is really still cool to look at because the inverse of like too much CG is just like, oh, he's, it's just a screen and you can mm-hmm. just kind of tell. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't hold up over time either. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm very much on the train of like, I mean, I love what CG can do, but practical effects just hold up way better over time. Like if you go rewatch the thing or anything like that, <laughs> right. like just holds up so well compared to something like something more CG. The thing remake. It always gets dated. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, there's little shots throughout, like, I don't know what to call them, like, just, like, inserts, basically, throughout the movie that, like, just really add to the production value that mm-hmm. they either seem really easy to have gotten or very difficult, and they just uh, add a lot, basically. And by that, I mean, like, they're jumping over the, the chasm in the temple. Right. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. you could just show them jumping over, like, on the whip. But the fact that they, like, set a camera at the supposed, like, bottom of the thing looking up at them jumping over, I'm like, oh, that makes it, that adds a lot more danger just from this, like, insert 
and it just makes like the space look more dangerous and like a lot bigger mm. and just those little shots like that just add a lot and like that either took a long time to make because it was probably like a complicated force perspective shot but sometimes like if you just add a couple inserts to something it really like fleshes out like the emotion of the scene and everything For sure so. We meet evil Indiana Jones, who I can't tell what his accent is. At first, I thought he was German, <laughs> and uh, now I think he's French by the end of the movie. Um, do you yeah. guys know what his accent is? <laughs> he's supposed to be French, and I never knew what his, like, I, th- I just assumed he was German for the longest time. I think time. he's French, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, like, French, but working with the Germans? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And then he says, like, adieu, and he says, like, like something else, like, sherry or some other things, where it's like, okay, you're saying French words a lot, but I can't tell if that's just, like your personality like you're you're already hoity-toity as it is so yeah and they the hoity-toity say french word and uh yeah but <laughs> hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. uh yeah, yeah. so uh, if he does it that. also doesn't help that he's like the only one of that kind of character in the movie because they're in what like morocco or some shit yeah or, like, I think I, Cairo. I like which which country yeah or the egypt yeah mm-hmm. or the, they're somewhere surrounded by not french people <laughs> And they're working with like the Germans who are just kind of looks like they're just enslaving the locals. <laughs> it's just it doesn't really help like figure out where this dude is supposed to be from. Right. I thought he was British at first and then German and then like, oh, right. His name. His name is like French, it's like Belloc, which I guess is yeah. French. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like the actor's British. I would just assume so. Yep. Then we uh, then we after Indy gets the idol taken away from him and runs away from the natives that chase after him yeah uh, well he raises belloc raises up the idol and right yeah like bow and then like mm-hmm. as indy runs away during that sequence which is just like funny yeah <laughs> he just like guns it yeah but then as he's running through the forest you just hear belloc's laughter like throughout the forest mm-hmm. and i just really like that it's just yeah, like, ah, cool. ah, 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 ah. like it's, <laughs> it's all encompassing indy it's like you better get out of there like he's in charge <laughs> of the whole forest I like the scene where, like, when he gets to the plane, he's close. He's like, "Jack, start the plane." Jack's just fishing, and he actually has a debate where he's yeah. like, I'm, "I can get this fish. Yeah. I can get this fish." Yeah, yeah. He, he has a hesitation. He's just like, "I just got something. Yeah, please don't, please don't make me give it up." Exactly. And then that's why I was like, just the way that he screams, "Jacques!" Too, Jacques, Jacques. <laughs> and that guy is not in the rest of the movie, right? Like, no, he's not. not. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. He just, he's just his pilot for that one scene. <laughs> yeah, which I love. But he's like not a continuing character. He's just like wearing a Yankees hat and just has yeah. a big snake yeah. in his plane. I'm like, okay. Like, he, he's there to tell of... us that Indy doesn't like snakes. <laughs> And how did he not see the snake when he first flew in? (laughs) Maybe the snake was riding with Jacques at first. I guess. (laughs) Although, why would you fly with the snakes? I hate snakes. I hate them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We land, and he's a a cool professor in his downtime, and uh, all the girls love him, of course. And uh, then he gets a meeting with the head of the museum, which is fun. He's like, oh, I couldn't get the auto, but I got these, like, arrowheads instead. And the museum guy's like, cool. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> It'll do, I guess. And then he also says, I guess. Yeah, I, guess. I wish you got I the idol, though. <sighs> Yeah. I'm curious, what is what is what is our German French uh, British man doing with these things anyway? Does he just keep them for a private collection? That seem that know. seems like it'd be the antithesis of Indiana Jones, and he would just have like a private collection. Yeah, I think he yeah, because what Indy's Indy's whole thing is that he wants to put them in the museum mm-hmm. for for everyone or whatever. Yeah. 
put the Ark of the Covenant for everybody so they can just open <laughs> yeah. it and like get right. killed by ghosts. I literally have written down where I'm like, the Ark of the Covenant would never be safe. Even if this thing wasn't like an active, powerful, supernatural object, it, it like someone would steal it the, the next week. It'd just be gone at like a museum. Yeah. My big question is, yeah, right. my big question is, are those glasses that Indy's wearing, are they fake? Or does he usually need them and he just doesn't wear them so his vision is shit whenever he's, like, doing, like... Because they didn't have contacts back then, right? Maybe he's, like, maybe he's uh, nearsighted think... so to, like, read books, so he has, like, that. Oh, that's a good excuse. Yeah. I mean, I know it's just for the style of it. <laughs> I think he just turns into professor mode. He yeah. just, like, walks onto campus and just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's peter like, parker clark kent like he doesn't need yeah. glasses but he wears them to blend in with the common people he slumps or, more, hey, but non-history folk yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still like he's still like total like dad crush mode or whatever for everybody yeah. like in the in the class yeah he's always yeah. like oh, oh. that it's that famous scene where she like blinks it's like call me or something it's, i love you it's like, love you love you yeah. yeah and he's like flustered by that and i'm like how are you flustered by this well, how yeah, is like this he's the act- thing that gets to you? He's like acting as like as if he's more sheepish and stuff, like mm. as a professor. And I'm just mm. like, I don't know. I hope <laughs> as a professor, he's not just like sleeping with all his students because that'd probably not be cool. <laughs> he's probably but, I mean, not. He, it, it looks like he was hesitant though. Yeah, it looks like it, 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 it's implied that he doesn't want that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like they're also all over him, and he's really turned off by that. And the fact that Marion is like. The anti-opposite of that is I think he likes chasing what he can't have. And so when somebody's like, I want you, he's like, eh. And someone's like, no, he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, I want to go to the Himalayas for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, before we move on, I was just going to, I wrote something down. I just said, love it when someone dorks up. <laughs> so like, dorks, dorks up. <laughs> Indiana Jones is like normal, like adventure costume compared to like mm-hmm. his, you know, his suit. And like, he has like a bow tie too, I think, right? I think so. Uh, it's uh, no, I think it's a normal tie. I'm yeah. looking at the right. I have, I have Ryan looks up to the sky. Like, <laughs> I, have, I have a monitor up here. <laughs> I have the poster um, of Harrison Ford that hangs on my ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I always just think it's so funny and like like uh, Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little China. That one scene where he's just like gets in like super dorky mode to, as a disguise. It's just so funny to me. Meanwhile, buff ass Kurt Russell just like hulking his way through. That's good. Um, I guess we'll we'll put on hold if he has a bow tie on or not. But <laughs> um, what's it called? Well, we learned that the Ark of the Covenant has, or the least location of the Ark has been discovered by these like American government agent dudes. At least that's what I think they are. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah. And Indy is like, oh, cool, I'll go do that. And they're like, thanks, Indy, you the man. And he gets on a plane. He dresses nice to go on a plane because it's 1936, damn it. And we dress nice yeah. on planes. And before Dress he... nice and smoke on planes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before he even sits down, someone comes by with, like, martinis to give to people. Right? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like that's got to be, like, a nostalgia shot for, like, the 80s crowd, you know, when this movie came mm-hmm. out. It's just like, hey, remember when you could just drink on it? Like, I mean, you can still drink on a plane. You can still but, like, drink on a plane. It was just like, they're just handing out martinis already, and there's, like, plenty of space. And it's just... <laughs> It was just goofy. They have cushy ass seats. Yeah. They talk about a man named Ravenloft or Ravencroft or something like that, and I'm like, I feel like this professor died or is lost in like an H.P. Lovecraft novel. Like he didn't return because he knew some unknowable, horrible thing. Yeah. Probably. Does he well, ever yeah, come he back? About, about the Ark. Oh no, right, about the Ark. Uh, good point. Yeah. 
That's Marianne's dad, I think, right? Yes. Isn't doesn't he show up in the in Crystal Skull, or is that a different old guy? Oh man, <laughs> that's got to be a different old guy because it's not very good. <laughs> oh, that's why you're not on yeah. that episode. What Crystal yeah. Skull no, isn't good? What? <laughs> I'll talk. I'll talk about it. It's just, it's definitely at the lowest tier Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> I have words. <laughs> what are your words? Do you love the alien skull? Um, so I think, yeah, at this point, they, they're in the plane. They show up at, uh, oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite parts of the movie, just when Marion is doing the drinking contest with that, that huge guy in yeah. Nepal. And just that guy's look has always, like, just been kind of, I just always remember from, like, my childhood, just, like, the huge curly-haired guy who's just, like, so drunk and red-faced. Yes. And just, like, one of her powers, basically, is, like, yeah, she's not as good of a shot as Indy. Although, apparently, she, I guess she kind of is, because she just mows down a bunch of Nazis later. Well, that's a machine gun. You're not going to miss with that. It's not exactly precision. She has different skills than Indy in that, like, she could probably definitely outdrink him. Yes. <laughs> it's just, I just like how one of her superpowers is, like, a failed liver. Like, she can just, like, <laughs> she can just drink as much as possible. A failed liver. I love that, like, right after she's doing this drinking contest where she's, like, struggling at least a little bit. Like, she's she's definitely, like, you know putting in the work she just immediately goes back to just like cleaning up the bar or whatever yeah and that's why i think <laughs> like she's fucking acting because he's like fine after <laughs> yeah she's like a, she definitely yeah. seems like a little drunk when indy first shows up and she's just like indiana jones like she's like obviously pissed and then punches yeah. him and stuff but then like by the end of that conversation when the nazis come she definitely seems to have sobered up within like 20 minutes so i think nazis has, like, make anyone sober up <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I do really enjoy the fight scene in the bar, though, like once the Nazis show up, like, I don't know, it's just it's just really fun. It's like uh, not very realistic, obviously, but it's just it's just so much fun. Like just things are exploding all over the place. Like he grabs the like uh, medallion and just burns the shit out of his <laughs> yeah. hand. Right. It's like actually comes into play later, which is funny. Yeah. He's like, oh, I have yeah. the key. It's on my hand. That's all and fucked up forever. Yeah. yeah. He just like comes up like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, yeah, I, I like the scene where like where that big guy holds Indy's head down in the bar and the fire is coming towards him and I'm like yeah. oh, I'm kind of curious what that would actually do if it'd just be like ah fire and, and he'd just like shoot up or would just like destroy yeah. his entire face <laughs> I think it would sting a little yeah. but I don't think it would be like the dramatic like burst into flames that the movie would probably imply <laughs> right. yeah. there are like so many good like timing things in this movie like the way they shot it just makes it look like it was like just about to happen like like that where he pulls his head up at the last time which like it could have been a stunt double but you can't even tell like the stunt work is so good in these movies like but like later on when they're at the on like the nazi plane like as it's like spinning in circles because Mary yeah. took off like the brakes mm-hmm. on it or whatever what are those are the stopper things oh the chocks yeah the chocks. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, i've known that she's <laughs> spinning it's spinning in circles or whatever and then like as they're running away from it like the explosion goes off as the two are running i'm like that's so cool that like they're able to get that in the shot mm-hmm. right just there's just so many good like practical explosions and stuff in this but um i'm re-looking through this bar fight scene and i think that one of the one of the stunt guys that's shooting a machine gun is wearing like an asian person mask yeah you know i, I <laughs> what? looked at that too like i it seems yeah. like that's what the case is because like he looks like kind of like robert pattinson in good time or something you know where it's like he has a lot yeah. of prosthetics like it's yeah i mean since it's so quick you don't really you don't really it doesn't stay on it long enough for you to be like mad about it but right. if you pause the frame it's like 
that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, he's it's just kind of weird. Yeah, he definitely yeah. Looks, like looks like he has like you know like white European like facial features, and then they like added prosthetics. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of interesting. I mean, I'm not like necessarily faulting on it. I'm sure it's like something about like you know what actors they could have gotten for what you know. Yeah. Where they shot this or wherever. I was just like <laughs> in hindsight, like. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> You say that, and then this man's in the context, and he's like, no, that is my actual face. I have mask face. <laughs> this poor man. Yeah, this, yeah. this very sad man. <laughs> um, the Nazis burned, end up burning down the bar after Indy and uh, Marion save the save not save the day exactly, but get away. Save the medallion. They save, save the medallion. The medallion. <laughs> she wears that thing like a gaudy necklace, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Like a John Travolta gaudy necklace? Yeah. <laughs> you got the five burrows. Name them. Uh, New York, <laughs> Detroit. Uh, wait, wait a second. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen Gotti, uh, but I will. But yeah, this movie's rated PG, but that guy who is probably a white man or whatever in Asian makeup, he gets shot in the head and just starts bleeding. It's like, That's oh right, God. Yes. Like, and I just forgot that the PG-13 rating didn't even exist until... Uh, until Temple of Doom. Yeah. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Temple of Doom was so uh, violent, and because there's like they in Temple of Doom, they like pull a heart out of like, yes. a beating of like a living dude or whatever, mm-hmm. and so but it didn't qualify for an R rating, so they actually those. But then families that went to see Temple of Doom with a PG rating were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So they they had to make a separate rating, which was the PG thirteen rating. I had like no idea that was like made well. from Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading anyway. Oh, that's cool. I like <laughs> that's that. What my, and that's what my dad told me. So he was just like, yeah, Temple of Doom. I think I watched Temple of Doom last. I watched Last Crusade first because I was like when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, we'll watch Temple of Doom last because that one's definitely the most violent. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that's funny. You kind of watch them in any order, too. Like, there's nothing really that connects anything other than Indiana Jones. Yeah. I mean, I'd definitely say watch the first one first just to, like, ground you in the world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, they, they all interchangeably kind of go around yeah because temple of doom is definitely like the weirdest one but it's a prequel so it's like yeah chronologically you could watch that first but it's not really like it doesn't have all the attributes of like a perfect indie movie you know <laughs> indie indiana yeah. jones movie not uh, independent movie <laughs> it's just, it just so dark <laughs> such a dark movie uh where where are we um they go to cairo and they meet oh, yeah, with we john davies Yes, Gimli we himself. Do. <laughs> yes. Indy. <laughs> I love that dude, and I love that he's on the Indiana Jones ride that he, he does is, all the yeah, narration yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. it's like such a good ride. It's like I think it's like on par with the movies. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like yeah, it was a movie. It's part of the canon at this point, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's I mean it's definitely better than uh Crystal Skulls. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> My adventure in that little Jeep is better than Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. Why don't yeah, you like Crystal Skull, definitely. Ryan? It's just goofy. It's <laughs> fucking goofy. Yeah, it's like this it's movie. Like, it's, too much go- it's too much goofy. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it, seeing it again, because this movie was more goofy than I remember, but I'm like, that's what the whole charm is. Is that like... Yeah, it's a fun goofy, but the I remember seeing Crystal Skull in theaters, and I, even then I was just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to feel about this. 
there, there are some fun moments though like i'm not gonna say it's not all fun it's cool seeing like some of the old actors like get together and stuff but i just think they're trying to cram too many things into it they're trying to like tie up the whole story when really no one needed it i just kind of like wanted to see them do their same thing again mm-hmm. yeah. and then be like shia buffs the new indiana jones now are you all excited? Yeah, they're really, really yeah. prepping that up for for that franchise to continue. <laughs> and then he like talked talked shit on Spielberg or something. And then they're like, "You're not." They talked shit on the movie. One. He was just like, "Yeah, just not a good movie." But like, I I take responsibility for it because like as an actor, I should have been the one to like bring it all together and sell the performance. And then Harrison Ford called him an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison Ford is so economical in like everything in his life, like. Like, he has a great way of just, like, on-screen and off-screen just delivering things in a way that, like, requires the least amount of effort. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I don't even mean that, like, well, he probably is, like, lazy as fuck in a way, but, like, like you know, like, Blade Runner 2049, he's just, like, wearing pajamas, and he's just like, I'm gonna wear this in the movie. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> but it like, works for the character, yeah. so. Yeah, exactly, because it's Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford is, like, economical and i feel like nothing shows that more than when like he shoots the swordsman guy in this movie yes <laughs> oh you want to know the story about that yes uh, go ahead that, I think that I was supposed know, to but... be like if you look at the original um what do you call it um uh, storyboards for the for because my dad had like an uh, a book of like bts and like oh, wow. you know pictures of all the you know original storyboards oh, nice. and pictures of the props and stuff that i used to read a lot as a kid there's a whole like fight sequence that they're supposed to go into with that sword dude in oh. indiana jones but uh harrison ford got food poisoning <laughs> when on location so he was like taking a shit every like 10 minutes oh or something. <laughs> so he was like super sick so they couldn't shoot anything so they just so they just changed the scene where he just shoots the guy yeah. <laughs> that's so much better though like it's so good it's, yeah it, exactly like, so it makes like, so much more sense bang you like could, no you could say he ate some bad dates Bad dates. Bad dates. I used to just quote that line so many times as a kid with my sister. Like, for some reason, we would just always, in just no context, I would just, like, catch something invisible in my hand or, like, catch it from her and go, bad dates. (laughs) It's like, would crack us up. I'm like, why is that even, it's not even funny. It's just like, I don't know why. It's funny because you're saying it, Tyler. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm so hilarious as a nine-year-old. Marion yes, also is presumed dead in like an explosion because she's kidnapped by some Nazis at one point. Yeah, the truck yeah. like gets knocked over and then just explodes. explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and they allude to that it's filled with like guns and stuff, but I'm like, that doesn't. <laughs> guns all have tiny explosives in them when they go off, and collectively they make a giant fireball. <laughs> Yeah. And he just get, like starts depressed drinking after that. <laughs> yeah, he just sad drinking. Well, there goes another one, I guess. <laughs> Love of my life. Up in up smoke. In <laughs> but he, he, evil archaeologist shows up, and uh, they're at a bar for, I don't know, they're at a bar. That's what I remember. And I like this part because I always think it's really weird when bad people say, I'm a bad person. I'm, I never feel like truly bad <laughs> people recognize that they're evil. I, I just don't like in order to keep doing what you're doing and be like, but what I do is like wrong. Like, especially for him. Like I, I would think he wouldn't think what he's doing is wrong. He'd just be like, no, I'm doing whatever I want. Like, it's not wrong, but I think it's because he's like, we're actively working with the Nazis that he's just like, okay, this is a little yeah. crazy. man. <laughs> he's not even like working with Hitler. Yeah. yeah. I might be a little <laughs> in over my head. 
I've been in the room with the guy. We've talked about the Ark of the Covenant and all of his dirty, ugly plans. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some crazy ideas. You know, dare I say it? Kind of good. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I realized. <laughs> that's what I realized. I might be a Nazi. <laughs> so uh, it's one of those fucking like uh it's one of those like uh propaganda pamphlets it's like <laughs> you might be a nazi if <laughs> it's not you might be a redneck because you might be a nazi you don't want to be it <laughs> anyway kind of i was gonna say like this movie is so good too at like like I'm saying, like all these archetypes. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that guy just straight up says, "I'm a bad guy," and like he's working with the not like the bad guys in this are Nazis. Like there's and no gray the, area. It's like he oh, says this is the an classic easy line setup. of like, "You and I are more alike than you think." <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. but um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, just it's just so archetypical as opposed to like Temple of Doom, where it's just like, what's going on? Like there's like this yeah. evil death cult. And then he has to say help like the villagers, and obviously they're starving. It just gets a lot more complex, right. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we go right back to the Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> we go it's, like, it's kind of like like it's like a cheap thing for Last Crusade, but it's also just still fun. It's just like hell yeah, yeah it's always yeah. fun to dunk on Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And then communists and uh, in, in Crystal, uh, Crystal Skull, Skull, I think right with yeah, Russians. Communist. Yeah, which is probably part of why it doesn't work as well. But we'll talk about it when it gets there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um. Tune in next time for Crystal <laughs> Skull communism talk. Yeah, two more from now. But uh, Indy's saved by uh, Gimli's kids. He has like 90 kids, and they make a human shield around him and get him out of there. <laughs> Can you imagine him employing just 90 kids to just be like, hey, I need you to risk your lives real quick? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to employ them, they're his. <laughs> I'll feed you bread. <laughs> I'll feed you bread. None of those bad dates will get you the good ones. <laughs> but uh, uh, we realize that the Nazis are digging in the wrong place, and there's also a, a Nazi monkey that gets killed by <laughs> killed by. Oh, sorry, that was my cute bad dates. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Bad dates. Bad dates. <laughs> I was just distracted because I was thinking you said Nazi monkey. I'm like, yeah, he really loves Hitler. That monkey. Yeah, that monkey does. <laughs> he gives the hail. That monkey gives the hail, and I'm like, that's scary. <laughs> It's an evil monkey. It's pretty funny, actually. Because can you imagine making making that film now? <laughs> and be like contacting the animal trainer and being like, what do you need him to do? He's like, so we need him to do a little hile. Like, not a huge one, just a, a, a tiny A little hile. hile. <laughs> it's not a big deal if the monkey hiles, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's funny when animals do it. When humans do it, that's when it gets scary. <laughs> that monkey already knew how to do it. The real monkey. <laughs> Yeah, so the monkey's evil, and then the monkey dies because he deserves to die because he's a Nazi monkey. And um, yeah, so Indy, what else does Indy do? Um, oh, Indy goes down with the they staff of Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, it goes in the dig site, and then the the magic staff reveals where it is. I like how sly they are, like going down that hole. Like they're just like <laughs> kicking around around there, and then they like just like throws his rope down super casually. And then yeah. Indy, like I think he like kind of smiles at at Sala, and then Sala's just standing there holding it. <laughs> and then Sala gets in trouble. It's like it's like you're waiting for your mom at the grocery store in line <laughs> to like check out, and then you're just like, "Come on, hurry up, come back! <laughs> I don't want to pay for all these groceries myself." <laughs> this is such a real situation to me. What you're describing right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's happening because it's happening yeah. it happens regularly <laughs> um yeah so marion is found alive at the camp after uh 
they after um what's it, Gimli and Indy escape. And yeah, so she's good. Indy leaves her captured because he's like they can't know that I'm on to them. Yeah. Um, Indy digs through the Ark of the Covenant. I really like that shot for some reason with like the sunset behind him, and I thought that was really cool. Oh, it's a yeah, gorgeous shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, beautiful, especially since he's like he's got his like signature hat on, mm-hmm. so it's just his silhouette. It's almost kind of westernish. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, and so great about his costume too, like. I mean, it's kind of probably just been said so many times, but yeah, just his hat alone, like you can tell who he is out of the crowd. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just really stands out. Let's see. Oh, um, I, I think God is angry here because like thunder and nobody seems to pay that any mind. They're digging for this supernatural, powerful object and nobody's <laughs> ever like, I think the Christian God is pissed because the sky is howling and it's dark and thunder. <laughs> I find it funny that the Nazis aren't like super riled up about it because I mean like I don't or I don't know if this is a regular thing in the desert to just have like thunder and lightning just like striking their their dig site or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah also some like really early green screen too right or I don't know if it's green screened or what but it's like they're not like the background is not they're not there I don't think yeah I was gonna I, I was gonna comment on that too it's like there's a lightning strike and they flash some light on Indy's face mm-hmm. with like a light off screen yeah yeah, and I was like, yeah, this probably looks like the fakest of everything here, but because it's like a genre film, like they get away with it a lot easier than if it was like, even though it's like, quote unquote, in the real world, as opposed to like Star Wars, it's still like pretty high genre in that it's like an mm-hmm. adventure movie. Yeah. So it's like, if, it, if the background looks kind of fake, it's still fine compared to if you saw that in like a real life, like drama or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are snakes in the temple. Indy doesn't like snakes. Mm-hmm. And he goes down with a tub of gasoline and burns them. <laughs> and I like Another that. fun fact about the snakes. Oh, you do they tell. started with 1,000. It wasn't enough. So they upped it to 2,000. And then they upped it to 7,000 snakes. 7,000 To cover snakes? the floor of the temple. Jeez. Yeah, when he falls and he like he's on his face or whatever, and he looks up right next to a snake, mm-hmm. like the cobra or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember there being a story where it's like, yeah, they had like a glass panel there, so he, he had no like yeah. risk of getting. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's but, good. <laughs> but the uh, the the um one of the snake of oh, the snake when they did that scene like spat venom at the glass. <gasps> Holy shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> How fucking scary is that? Oh, could you imagine just like cobra venom being spit in your eyes? So they didn't think about doing that glass thing. Like Jesus Christ, dude. Different. One, one of the uh, one of the ads got bit too oh, by an actual snake <laughs> during the shoot. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Marion has a few drinks and she has her superpower activate where she can outdrink anyone, <laughs> and uh, she talks to our evil archaeologist friend and she puts on a really ugly dress, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't think that dress would shoot. I just, I just like that note. It just like. <laughs> I just think it's an ugly dress and. Uh, yeah, he burns the snakes. Everything's kind of hunky-dory for now. Marion tries to escape, then the Nazi shows up, and he's like, oh, no, you're not going anywhere, lady. Um, the Nazis find Indy's dig site the next day. Um, they seal him and Marion in the snake pit together, and they escape by collapsing an old Anubis um, pillar into a wall, and they leads to the next room, and they get out, which is yeah. good. And then a plane fight. Do you guys want to talk about plane fight? <laughs> Wait, aren't there a bunch Ooh. of like skeletons or something in there too? Or is that? Oh yeah, there uh, are. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, I there's some. Just a few. Just two. <laughs> spooky sounds from skeletons. Yeah, they're all because, screaming. Yeah, because it's just like that's another like heightened thing in these movies where it's just like anytime there's a skeleton, which is like very old yeah, school. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, which is really funny in the context of. Yeah, but like as a kid, it actually scared me. It's like, oh god, skeletons—they oh, make these sounds, right? I was super terrified of skeletons and like zombies yeah. and like rotting people faces and stuff. Yeah, this movie is still pretty terrifying. It's like not as scary as Temple of Doom, but like in itself, it's still like like all the face melting at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, oh jeez, yeah, definitely yeah. leaves an image for a kid. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then we, we have the airplane fight, which is really cool. They do that whole uh, rotor thing. And it's awesome. We talked a little bit about already with Mary with like the chain gun and just like blasting things to shit. And yeah, big uh, burly muscle man from 1930s fights Indy. And that's always fun. Yeah. Marion knocks out the pilot with like the ch- the wheel yeah. chocks. <laughs> it's just yep. funny. Yeah. He just like falls over. <laughs> and she's just like, yes. <laughs> girl power yeah (laughs) isn't there also like a really gruesome like one of the dudes gets like shredded right and it's like blood goes everywhere yeah it's it's the big buff burly man that gets shredded to bits it's really unfortunate and there's blood covers like the what's called a windshield of the plane oh, the, it's the, horrible yeah the windshield and the no- i'm rewatching it right now the windshield <laughs> and the, like the big nazi yeah like, swastika mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. they're like symbolism <laughs> so deep so deep <laughs> uh i guess the ark is being transported on a truck indy goes after the truck and, on horseback and uh he eventually gets on the truck and uh kicks everyone's ass and takes it and he gets on a boat and says goodbye to gimli <laughs> With a uh, yeah, Marion and there's a whole se- sequence on the truck where he like he's in the front of the truck and like the truck's falling apart like the grate yeah. on the mm-hmm. front and he like slides underneath the whole truck and then goes mm-hmm. back on top and then climbs the truck again and he pushes the guy up to the front it's just like funny how long that scene takes or that, yeah. that like sequence takes but it's just funny how he just pushes pu- pushes the guy into like the same scenario <laughs> and he can't do it <laughs> and then the guy falls off. Or no, he ends up on the front, like the vehicle in the front, right? And then he yeah. falls off because then the truck runs him over. And mm-hmm. you can like tell he goes, that he's oh! like obviously not in front of the truck, but the way he like jumps up, like his body just like turns <laughs> into a sea. Like it's so cartoony. It's just really funny. <laughs> oh! I loved it. It's good. Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go on the boat and they're just like sitting yeah. on the boat for a while. Yeah, they have and, the ni- um, their nice old love session on the boat. And... Well, before uh, he just like falls asleep though, because he's so sleepy. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He's just so tired and he goes to sleep. But she fun. bangs him with the mirror on accident. Right. That and was. He goes yo, <laughs> and it cuts to like an extreme wide of the boat, and I'm just like, oh yeah, just shots like this makes me realize, like, it puts into context why he wanted to do a uh, like Animaniacs and stuff, because it's mm-hmm. very much like a Looney Tunes almost thing. <laughs> it's like yeah. they're shouting, and it goes to like an extreme wide outside of just like yeah. the yeah. shout to it's really so emphasize how loud it was. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's like super cartoony. Yeah, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, like you can't question too many things in Indiana Jones because it's like it's just have fun. That's the whole point yeah. of these things. It's like yeah, you don't need to think about any kind of morality thing. It's just like oh yeah, Indiana Jones, he's the good guy, right? And mm-hmm. he fights the Nazis, and it's yeah. fun. There's nothing to ever be like, but Indiana Jones, maybe he's a little great because he does this. It's like no, he's just like he's just literally the good guy. That's it. <laughs> maybe slight womanizer for because I don't know what he did to Marion apparently when she was younger, but whatever. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, well, it's okay. We're cool with him by the end of the. Yeah, film. they're <laughs> fine. They're fine. They're together again. It's whatever. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, they do so, like each other. I don't know. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so Nazi sub comes. They capture 
uh, Marion and uh, Indy gets on the sub and rides with them in secret over to Nazi Island. Nazi Island. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, Wait, he gets up. on the U boat, right? Yeah, he holds yeah, on he the outside. On the U-boat. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> he he holds up um, the caravan of the Ark of the Covenant with a bazooka, and he threatens to oh. blow it up. Yeah, but before that, the uh, it just cuts to the Ark like in the uh, storage container. Oh yeah, this is like on their boat. The swastika off. Yeah, it just literally burns the swastika off. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. Ark of the Covenant really does not like Nazi stuff. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why all these people who were literally committing a genocide would think any kind of god would be like, and I'm on your team now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, I think it's Old Testament god, so he could just be very vengeful. But, Even so, um, I believe he said, "Thou shalt not murder, or thou shalt not kill," and then he yeah, would. But kill. There was also a lot of murder in the Bible. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of murder. <laughs> he said, "Non me yeah. sanctioned murder." <laughs> Good guy. Non me sanctioned murder. <laughs> Good guy. Ark of the Covenant burns off the Nazi symbol. Yeah, it's not Jesus Christ. This is Old Testament God, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then he hangs on to the so, outside of the U-boat for like three hours underwater. And then for miles, because he can. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, he, he holds it up. Um, the archaeologist kind of like, you're not going to shoot the Ark of the Covenant. I know you, blah, 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 all its secrets, but do what you will. And he's like, oh, I can't blow this up. It's history. I got to put it in a museum. And uh, Yeah, but okay, so... Pausing on that moment, yeah. <laughs> throughout all the Indiana Jones movies, he destroys so many fucking things. <laughs> like, just when they found the Ark of the Covenant, he fucking knocked over that that big old fucking um, Anubis statue, statue to get out of yeah. there. Yeah. And I was watching that, I was like, how many millions or like thousands of years of history did you just destroy? <laughs> yeah, it's like acceptable losses or whatever instead of spending like two decades excavating. Yeah, there are three more. <laughs> But he also just takes, like, yeah, the golden thing in the beginning that, like, the native peoples worship, because they obviously, like, go down yeah. and bow to it, and he's just like, mm-hmm. I mean, the other guy's no good either, but they're, they're both yeah. just, like... He's taking it taking to bring it. to his own home government and let them put it on display, taking it away from its home, I guess, which is... Yeah, but if it's for America, it's okay. <laughs> uh, through our millennial gaze, we've found him. We've found the chink in his armor. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was the that was the that was the thing we needed to find yeah Wait, what we is... needed to destroy indiana jones <laughs> wait what are we talking about now so i don't i don't know indiana anymore. jones hashtag cancel <laughs> indiana jones <laughs> he's no fun anymore no he's no fun anymore yeah um then we have the ceremony happens with a uh, indian marion being captured and at first the ark is just full of sand and then the cosmos open up and it eats all the nazis and melts their faces yeah, I was going to say just before this, I just like how, like, when he has the rocket launcher or whatever, it just made me think of, like, I love how self-contained all these movies are, like, especially in terms of, like, World War II or whatever. This is right before World War II, I think. But yeah, just, like, how self-contained it is. Like, Indiana Jones, like, beats a bunch of Nazis' asses, basically, and, like, just <laughs> punches them all and everything. But he's not, yeah. like, winning the whole war, you know? It's, no. it's self-contained enough where it's, like, its own adventure story, but it's not like he's straight up, like in world war ii like saving you know saving the world world yeah exactly like yeah it's <laughs> fun how it's like happening at the same time he's obviously a good dude but he's not like i'm gonna punch hitler <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? he definitely contributed to the war effort on the bright side he stopped the nazis from getting the ark of the covenant yeah i guess so Although i guess god really did do technically anything. They just all yeah. their faces just melted off yeah i guess god stopped them <laughs> 
God, the real hero. I was going to say, God, a real American hero. G.I. <laughs> God. G.I. God. G.I. God. I love it. No, he just doesn't really do anything at the end except save Marion because all those Nazis are going to have their faces melt off, melted off regardless. Mm-hmm. I guess he just gets the yeah. arc back to uh Yeah. To yeah, he, he gets it he gets it home and the, then we get the oh, we're not putting this in a museum like are you fucking crazy? Like no, it's being studied by top men. <laughs> yeah, I just love how um I mean, there's how there's three different like deaths for the Nazi people. Yes. There's like the face melt. There's one where the guy's face like dries up instead. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then the, and then the <laughs> Belloc's face just explodes and it's just so funny. <laughs> it's just like a little explosion. Sounds like <laughs> like it's still centralized, localized explosion. But um, I was just going to say one other thing. For the longest time, I thought the SS guy, like who's been mm-hmm. like with the, the thing burned into his hand. Yeah. Um, uh, for the longest yeah. time, I thought he was like slug, slugpin or slughorn or whatever from slug- Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh wow! I thought it was the same, the same guy for so long as a kid because like I saw those two movies a lot as a kid, so I'm like, oh yeah, these are obviously the same guy because I'm the one watching them. <laughs> like just so, <laughs> like just kid logic. Yeah, because I'm the one watching them. Kid logic is kind of the best though. Yeah, but the uh, yeah when the angel like turns into like a ghost or whatever. It's like that really spooked me as a kid. I was like, "Oh, this is scary." Wait, that spooked you, but the face melting didn't. Um, I think it was the face melting was scary, but it was more funny. But like the fact that like the angelic looking like lady or whatever just uh-huh. turned into like a necro ghost or whatever. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, "Ah, that's scary." Yeah, I don't know. It's the I angel of death and vengeance. The Hebrews carried that thing into battle. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but yeah that's but the yeah. end of the movie the ark gets sealed away and put in a box and chucked into storage yeah I, yeah I totally forgot that it's like yeah like you said it's like top men are doing uh doing the research on this top mm. men and they just like don't even do anything they just like throw it in a area 51 box. or whatever yeah yeah that's probably what i would do also a really cool example of like uh matte painting backgrounds yeah uh, for definitely. when they wheel the uh arc into the storage yeah it's such yeah. a good like set extension of what people painted um, well if there's an indiana jones movie where somebody broke into that secret area and just started stealing powerful like artifacts that are hidden there <laughs> isn't that in yeah, crystal that, skull <laughs> it, it is no, no there's um there's a uh, yeah they had that scene in that one oh, but shit. there's also a tv show a uh, warehouse 31 or what's that it's like a sci-fi show where it's like basically the same concept where they're like protecting this like huge warehouse of like u.s like guarded like uh dangerous objects and shit that's pretty it's pretty cool fun series that's cool i like that yay yeah (laughs) i'll give that a watch uh Um, but yeah that's the end of the movie guys indie yeah not having seen this for a few years especially like the ending is like more messed up maybe it's just because of like current times too but it's just like oh yeah we'll just put it to like the u.s army like give it to the u.s government and indiana jones is like no we have to research this him and his like other scientist friend like we need to research this so we can like explore its secrets and stuff without it like being in the wrong hands it's like oh don't worry we'll send it to the u.s government he's like "Mm, they don't know what they're talking about but that's about it i'm just like i would be kind of like really worried at this point (laughs) Well, at least they're not. I feel like if they were studying it, they'd like unlock the power of God. It's probably good that they're just like, 
hiding it and be like, I don't think anybody should have this. We shouldn't tell anyone about this because apparently the Judeo-Christian God is real and exists. And Yeah, I guess that's more the idea. And it would like destroy like so many cultures as we know it. Let's just like put it in a box and put it in this room and no one touch it. Forget about it, in fact. And I guess the whole point is like, well, the U.S. Army already has all these uh, different things that are just at equally dangerous in that warehouse. <laughs> I guess so. so. It's just really funny. We'll put it right next to the atomic bombs. (laughs) (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? So what? God acquires an atomic bomb. What's he going to do with it? I feel like that's like getting a squirt gun for him. He's like, oh, this is cute. (laughs) (laughs) This is cute. What a fun toy. I'll play play darts with this. (laughs) Shoot the fucking moon. You guys don't need that. You guys don't need that. It's just decoration. <laughs> it's garnish. It's garnish. Yeah, it's my good. it's my little salt kernel on top of the planet Earth. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, overall, this movie's like pretty straightforward. There's not a whole lot to like. It's it honestly was really nice to watch this right after the Hunger Games because I feel like there's so much like digging we had to do and like just pay a lot of attention because there's mm-hmm. so much. There's just so many things to pay attention to, and it's like there was like active lore we had to learn about and discover, and like I feel like even do research on at several points. Like if I didn't read the books, we'd have so many unanswered questions about Hunger Games. Indiana Jones, we walk in and we're like, we know everything that's going on. Like there are no unanswered questions or additional research other than like fun set facts and like cool things like that. And but you watch the movie, you're like, I know everything that happened. I don't really have to like. Read Indiana Jones, the book, part four. Yeah, yeah the extended universe. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the extended, the Jones-averse. Yeah. yeah, and I think, like, my main takeaway in hindsight of, like, the whole Hunger Games series that we did is that basically, like, the last two... Did you ever see those movies, Ryan? I watched the first one, I think, in yeah. theaters, and then I just had no interest in watching the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I, w- <laughs> I would recommend the second one, maybe, but, like, after that, it just, like, the author just gets so, like, focused on, like, her like ideas of like political machinations and stuff that it like it's just not entertaining at all like it's basically you know like phantom menace in a way that definitely sounds really boring yeah. but it's just like i started with this really cool idea and now i just want to talk about politics it's like do we have to <laughs> yeah so like my main takeaway is like i find that stuff really fascinating but it's also a good reminder to like still be entertaining at the same time mm. and it yeah. was nice going straight to raiders of the lost ark because it's just like very entertaining yeah. While just having like a lot of shorthand inter- with its iconography with him and like who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, like they're just Nazis that he's fighting. So it's just yeah. like very simple yeah. and straightforward and it's like such a good movie for everybody to enjoy, you know? Yeah, it's a so. great like, you know, candy film or popcorn film. It's just like mm-hmm. I, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much like growing up and I think it's a good introduction to like just film in general. It's like I don't like as much as I like some of the artsier films and stuff, like if that was my first movie, I'd be like, this is awful. I have to sit through this shit for like, <laughs> you know, an hour and a half sometimes. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. for like one scene that's cool, you know? Right, exactly. Like movies like this really get you to just have fun and kind of like remind you why you enjoy watching and making movies. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's something that Guillermo del Toro uh, has said before that always like sticks with me. But, uh, you know, like the concept of eye candy where it's just like, oh, like a really cool like visual or something. Like he has this idea of eye protein. And it's, like, make every shot just, like, full of, of visual, like, impact that, like, is feeding you, you as you're watching it in a way. You know, it's, like, nutritious. So, I love that. 
And I think that just plays so well to like Spielberg. Like he has such a good way of like, like his blocking is incredible, especially in this movie. And just like he goes from like extreme wide shot of just like full body shot, you know, mm-hmm. um, like in, a, in the Marion's bar, or just like wherever. And then just cuts to like an extreme close up, like with all the snakes. They just do a quick insert to like her white shoe with a snake going through it. And it's just like, oh, just like little stuff like that just really adds to um, the terror of it or like, you know. So yeah, and I mean the production design is just outstanding yeah. in all of these places where you go into it. It's just like I'm in a bar in Nepal. Yeah, I'm right. in a, you know a rundown temple. I'm in a you know Nazi submarine. Like it all just like looks exactly like what you would imagine it to be. Yeah, they don't like really cut around anything to like hide anything. It's just all like nutritional information in a way. Yeah, <laughs> which is really cool. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of all I have to say at that point. It was just a lot of fun to watch. Indeed, it was. Do you have any final things about this movie to say, Ryan? No, I mean, I I think I, you know, agree with all the same things that you guys are saying. Just a lot of fun. I think it's definitely going to make me rewatch Temple of Doom and uh, Last Crusade after this because I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, again, like I remember watching this as a kid and wanting to see more of these adventures and stuff. So what about Crystal times? Good times. You know what, Tyler? I feel like we did our job in that case. What did we do? What? We made, we made Ryan want to rewatch an entire franchise. Oh, oh yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> One of his favorite franchises. I'll even watch I'll even watch Crystal Skull again. Oh. Yeah, that, that's what I said. What about Crystal Skull? <laughs> um, all right. Well, Connor, you, you have a game for us to play? I do have a game. It's called It Belongs in a Museum! And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the object of this game is I'm going to – I ask you – what belongs in a museum? And you tell me something real or fictional <laughs> that you'd like to put in a fiction in a museum. Okay. Yeah. What Wait, belongs what? in a museum? Wait, are you just asking are you in general? Tyler, you Tyler, you start. <laughs> Wait, say the game again. It's called It Belong <laughs> It Belongs in a Museum. And that you have to name something real or fictional that you'd like to put in a museum. Okay, just anything? Anything. Uh, uh... How about you start with an example, Connery? Okay. Um, I was hoping I could go last and get away with that, but here we are. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> I feel like it's already in a museum, and it probably isn't some kind of pop culture museum somewhere, but I'm going to put the 1960s Adam West Batman suit in a museum. So there you go. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's in a museum, but <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely museum-worthy. Yes. Uh, I'd say what belongs in a museum right now, uh, just because it's topical, is... Um, a bar, like a restaurant bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in quite a quite a long yeah. time. <laughs> Who knows if they'll still be here when we all get out of this quarantine? <laughs> I've been seeing. I'm seeing commercials. I'm seeing commercials now on like YouTube things where they're like the restaurants and bars are all closed. It makes me sad. And then they're like, yeah. but we donated charity to keep these things open. And I'm like, shit. Like this is upsetting. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it's really bad when like. I'm getting interrupted by like Uber or something else that I'm using and just like just letting you know like everyone is struggling right yeah <laughs> like I'm, here's what we're doing to help like I, I, I get it I, yeah. I, I get it I just want to <laughs> let me hide I just want to order my food I just want to order my food yeah getting Tyler. a notice from like Jiffy Lube or something just to say, like or, <laughs> it's like here's what we're doing during the the coronavirus pandemic mm. I'm like okay like that's cool I don't really 
Like, this doesn't... It's just everybody doing their due diligence, basically. Yeah. T- Tyler was like, oh, thank God. Now I know what Jiffy Lube is doing. I was sitting here this whole time, like, I, I wish Jiffy so Lube would just release a goddamn statement about what they're doing, because how will I go on? How will I get through this if I don't know what Jiffy Lube is going to do? Jiffy Lube won't respond car. to any of my texts, and I keep calling them. <laughs> I've tweeted it multiple times. Um, I would preserve... Harrison Ford's most iconic outfit in any movie, uh, his outfit from Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where he's just wearing oh he's just as big. he's just wearing loungewear and like Crocs off screen. <laughs> it's, it's like this is the co- it's like a uh, you ever go to ArcLight uh, yes. and they have yeah. costumes of things like I remember mm. one time I went it was like when Skyscraper came out with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and it like it's like here's his outfit from the movie and it's just like just a t-shirt and pants <laughs> so dumb <laughs> I always think it's, but it was a stretch t-shirt yeah <laughs> it's it really funny t-shirt. it's like sometimes like oh Star Wars that's so cool or like a period piece but then sometimes they just have something like that where it's like yeah here's his right. shirt there's like a mark on it I'm like cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> costume department worked real hard on this one <laughs> uh well, yeah that that's all I got that that's the game well, thanks. It was a lot of fun to play. It doesn't sound like it, but I'll, I'll take it anyway. <laughs> it sound, I just realized it sounded really sarcastic. But it's yeah, like, that was, was a lot of fun to play. I'm like, well, fuck you too. I'll try it <laughs> next time. I was distracted looking at my levels. And they don't have the that. video component of this either. They're just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so it just sounds like you're just like... On a podcast, uh, they're just going to be like, wow, that Tyler guy. I, I, whatever. <laughs> I did already give Connery so much crap because uh, we watched this parody mo- movie of Hunger Games and I paid no money for it and he paid $6. Oh. Like more than a normal. I think movie. I saw like a, a not a trailer, but like a a thumbnail of that or something. That yeah. Was it bad? Was it as bad as it looked? Yes. Oh, it was. It was so good. No. <laughs> Tyler's well, Tyler as, only what? had so much fun watching because he was just laughing because like he found out that iPad had to pay money for it like right before he started <laughs> watching it for free, and so he's just cackling while watching this idiot movie and just being like, "I got it for free, and Connery paid six dollars for this trash." <laughs> it's more Dude, than a regular there, movie. I paid more a... for that than I did to watch Indiana Jones. <laughs> there's a period of time where. Tyler and I would only go and see terrible movies. Like <laughs> I we mean, watched like it would be like kind of an accident, but it would just always turn out to be of. terrible. Like we went to see because uh, when um, Pacific Rim two came out, mm. I was hyped because I loved Pacific Rim one, yeah, and, and Tyler was too. So we all went and we watched it. We're just like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I think it was I think it might have been uh, my girlfriend's first time meeting you too. And so when we went to see it, like she was just like, "Are these the kind of movies that he likes?" <laughs> yeah, like, no, 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 I swear he has a good taste of movies. And I think my girlfriend taste. Lily was supposed to come, so it was supposed to be kind yeah. of like a double date, and then just something oh. happened where it didn't work out, but. My, my at the time roommate Cameron came, so I'm just like, oh, I just feel really bad for for Cameron. It was a fun experience. We were all <laughs> like, laughing hysterically when we were watching the movie, but it was just not a good movie. And then after that, we went and saw Mortal Engines, which we kind of oh, knew yeah. was going to be bad, okay. though. Yeah, we saw Pacific Rim Uprising, Mortal Engines, and Aquaman together. Those are the three, I think. Oh, yeah. I thought you liked good Aquaman, God. though. You really, wa- you really wanted to see Aquaman, too. Yeah. Like, you wanted to see Aquaman so bad. Well, the first time, we- yeah, I saw it in theaters, like, uh, but then I watched it again with Lily at home, and she like, she's like, I love this, just because it's, like, so <laughs> silly. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I watched it. When I watched it that time, I'm like, you know what? This movie is just a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> there's that lobster playing drums, but... <laughs> 
under the sea, under the sea. Uh, and then we would just go to Applebee's all the time. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and we would listen to this like super drunk guy complain to the bartender about why God exists or doesn't exist or something like that. And then this motherfucker the bartender would not look over at us to take our check and we were so over it i just left cash on the table and i left we like, were leaving i remember it as you like putting cash in like the the empty like glass that you drank out of but i don't like that's Ooh. what the case was no 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 i didn't i didn't do that yeah. he gave us a or i i because he gave us our check right and I, I put my credit card in it to like pay for it and then he just never took it and it was getting later and later and this dude was getting drunker and drunker yeah. and i was like fuck it we're just putting cash down and we're leaving tyler mm-hmm. <laughs> that's well, how you do it that's a badass exit maybe one yeah. day when movie theaters open up again and it's safe to go out yeah. we can go see a, a finally a good movie <laughs> did you hear that amc might have to like shut down like they're in pretty bad financial states no, really? no yeah i don't know what's gonna happen yeah so that's kind of, that's kind of scary because they're like the biggest uh, one of the biggest like chains I think like yeah. I think between them and like Regal or something like that it's like the biggest. All right, that's scary. Yeah, I know, right? I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. <sighs> uh, well, hopefully this doesn't keep going for too long, but yeah, hopefully not because I want to watch movies do. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we're gonna be releasing these episodes uh, twice a week, so stay. Uh, this just Tuned. gives people something to listen to. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Something movie-related. Uh, uh, yeah. Remember oh, when Ryan. there were movies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> theaters. It has given me time to go back and watch like other stuff that I haven't seen, but I kind yeah. of already do that anyways. But anyways, I don't do that, so for me, it's it's been a good time. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, go rent Bloodshot for $20. Uh, <laughs> check it out. We should have a watch party, right, on Zoom or something. Just like, let's just watch Bloodshot, because we just have to watch another mm, probably not Bad great movie. movie. <laughs> Can we watch something else? Like, no! Watch something else? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good movies that I haven't seen. No, right. I haven't had time to see. No time for Schindler's List. Bloodshot is out. <laughs> a new artist here. Too. Bloodshot. <laughs> God. The list just got a little longer. <laughs> he's like he just saves more people like that's cool yeah, yeah. he just saves more people he's, he's got a list he's checking it twice <laughs> Schindler's List 3 Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> Fred, the Fred Claus 3 Fred Claus 3 <laughs> Ryan do you have anything to plug um, I just finished my reel, so go check it out. Uh, Where is it? My, on my on my YouTube, Ryan Hasegawa. Nice. We'll put it in the show notes. Yay! Yeah. Hooray! Connor, you have anything to plug? Um, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and you also like tabletop RPGs, you might enjoy Starship Impala, where I play with four other people and we play a game called Starfinder. Um, I game master the first season, and our good buddy Joseph Horn GM is currently GMing our second season. It's a lot of fun. Um, we probably have like, we have like over a hundred hours of content. So if you're really bored, you can just sit through that, and that's always a good time. Oh uh, yeah, yes. that's what I got. Nice. Oh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's a uh, at Connerth or Connery Hanson, spelled with a K. Keep the content machine churning. Mm-hmm. We need that precious content. You can follow me at on Twitter at Tiami Vice. 
and <laughs> yeah, that's my new name on Instagram and Letterboxed at Twained T W A Y N E D. And I guess that's it for this episode. Ryan Hasegawa, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, yeah. loved it. Super fun. Get yourself yeah. some Taco Bell, please. <laughs> I will. Do I'll make it a point today. Do your part. Like, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell Caitlin that <laughs> oh, Tyler no. told me I need to have Taco Bell. <laughs> it's like this running thing where I just think that she doesn't like me. <laughs> no, she, she likes you. She likes you a lot. She likes you a lot. But, I just always uh, do she things. She doesn't like Taco Bell. I like your bad influence. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hi, Caitlin. Okay, anyways, uh, <laughs> next episode, we're going to do Temple of Doom, of course, with our next guest, Tessaly Deal. So stay tuned. Yay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.